0: Hashem, yes. we are in the middle of the sugya of uh, Hilchas Maisa. In the sugya of Hilchas Maisa, it goes like this. So yesterday we talked about the Indian of Maisa, is it a chiv, is, uh, is it a minik, is it a nice thing to do. And um, we have to move on to some of the halachos on number one. Who is chayav and who is potter to give Maisa money? And perhaps more importantly, from which money do we separate Maisa? Which money requires Maisa to be taken from it? So number one is the sugars is like this. When it comes to an Avreich in Koilol, a guy sitting in Koilol, a guy sitting in Koilol, he's difficult off a Koylel check, so does he have a din of an oni? So the aruch brings in Reishmim, Chesney, right at the beginning, that even if someone, that is basically getting his parnosa. He's being supported from stocker money He himself has no money He's probably getting money from stocker money Shokhanach paskins <laughs> that he's still to give stocker Right, because for whatever they give him Even though they're giving it from stocker money Right, he's receiving stocker <laughs> money He has to take that money By the way, this is a taina That sometimes people have You know, I don't have to give maissa money Because the money that I got Whoever gave me the money took off maissa already So it's okay Obviously that doesn't work, right? Why doesn't that work? Because it's a din, it's a din gavra, it's, it's a din of the person. Every person is a khir to give maisa. It's not like this money was maisa already, and therefore it's okay. It's that if you received money, you have to give maisa. It's also you, the person, the chayyeh, the gavra. Okay? That's why, even though an oni is getting money from stocker, the Shulchanah says that he's still chayyeh in that case. However, when it comes to ma'isa, it's slightly different. That was stocker. Stocker, we said, is a, it's a mitzvah. according to everyone, there's no arguing about it. But when it comes to ma'isa, ma'isa is someone to hold that uh, a din of an oni. An oni is someone who basically has nothing really to live of on his own. He is allowed to basically become potter from giving Misa. He no longer has to give Misa. He's like, maisa is an incredible trooper. From the Eiliget shabini rov. In Doviv Misham, Gimel Sillam Pei Dalet. Rav Yasham also passed in this way. Rav the Pascal passed in this way. That an Oni the Be'etzim is potter from giving Misa. The Shaila is, what is the Din Oni? So without going into all the specific details, anybody that has a Shaila should ask his local Orthodox rabbi. But the general Din is, that if you have a Koilul guy, who is living off his koilal check. He has absolutely nothing apart from his koilal check, and he lives from month to month with his koilal check. So he's definitely a Din Oni, and therefore he is potter from Maisa. The same is true with a yeshiva bacha, as Hagin Rebizu Obach once told me. It's the same idea. A yeshiva bacha that gets money, you have to remember, I'm not talking about a case where the father gives, you know, a child a credit card and says, listen, if you need money you could use the credit card, that's fine. I'm not talking about that. Toma only gives him in his hands, you know, here's hundred dollars, here's two hundred dollars for this month or for the week or depending on whatever it is then I don't know exactly if I'm spending uh, situation over here. But you know, somewhere along those lines he's giving you money. So, Rabbi told me that, that most Bokhmim are parted to give Maisa from the money that they receive from their parents while living in Eretz Yisrael, while being in Yeshiva, wherever they are in the world. It doesn't make a difference, because what they're given is basically, Rabbi told me, that, he, that the parent is giving the child something to use for a specific uh, item. He's just not telling you what to buy. And that's the general halacha, by the way, which we'll get to. What happens if, for example, your parents say to you, listen, here's a thousand dollars go and buy a ticket to Eretz And it costs exactly $1,000. So you're taking the $1,000 and you're buying a plane ticket with it. Or let's say, for example, you have a baby. And your parents say to you, I'd like to go and buy you a stroller. Or something like that. Here is $200. And it costs $200. So instead of them buying it for you, because I don't know which one you want, which color, which make, which design, whatever, they give you the money and you take it and go there. Do you have to give myself from that? The answer is no. Because they've given you a chafetz. They've given you something but they just give it to you in money form. So Brazil told me that when it comes to a bach and yeshiva, it's basically an oni. And most bacham and yeshiva have a din of an oni. And therefore, if that's the case, they're potter for giving maissa from the money that they receive from their parents while they're living in Etz. So i just tell you, just agar folk. Zatzal once told me that, and there's Betzim as a basis of this way as well in Hilchhostokha that talks about this, which we're not going to go into. Rafal just once told me that it's always Kedai, never to get yourself out of Misa completely. In other words, always give something from my always give Myssah to something, because at the end of the day, Khazal promised us tremendous riches, pr- tremendous, you know, rewards for a person that gives myself, and he's being Mekayim is his mitzvah stocker, which is one of the most chosen mitzvahs that we could do, chesed, and therefore a person should always try to. Give something. So, for example, if a kylo guy will ask me, what should I do? I've got my Kilo check, and my wife also works a little bit and she makes something small on the side. So I say, listen, make her, then it could be a pot of a maisa But the mice, maybe on your wife's paycheck, which is a small amount, on that give maisa money. Always there should be some kind of mice being given, as I rev re- re- that Sal once told me, again, best and from a base that a person should try to make sure that he gives maisa Now here's the shayla. Which money requires Maisa to be taken from it? All money, which type of money, where does the money have to come from? So the Usod of Maisa is basically like Toshesh tells us in Tainis stuff. Toshesh tells us any revach, any profit that you make, is miserable. So give me give you some examples that the post discussed. There's a Kodesh. The Kodesh brings down what happens if a person gets a Yurusha. Does that money need to have miser taken from it? The Shalh says, Absolutely, it does. Obviously, any business also. Now, I'm not gonna go too much into detail now, but the shaila when it comes to a business is how do you work out miser money? Let's say, for example, you have a store, you have a falafel store. How do you take off my stuff? Every month, I make a certain amount of money. I take it out of the cachet. Now, I have a thousand shekel over here. What happens now? Do I take this thousand shekel and say, Oh, great, I've got to give a hundred shekel, ten percent. Right? Or do I say, hold on a minute. I've got to pay my rent for the store. I've got to pay the workers. I've got to pay my electric bill. I've got to pay my taxes, whatever it is. And then, at the end of all of that... That's the profit. That's why I have to take my sivan, and that's generally the halacha. Any expense that is incurred in making the money is what's that? Taxes. You have to taxes as well. You have to take taxes. Anything that's included in making the money, you take that off, and the rest of it is profit. Whereas, for example, if you have to get a new Shabbos suit and you buy a new Shabbos suit, that's no shaychus. But if you need the suit for the meeting, then it's okay. If I need a suit in order to have a business meeting, before I need to get a taxi, if I need to get whatever it may be, anything you need in order to make the money is included in the expenses, and expenses you deduct, after the expenses, you're left with your your profit, your actual profit, and that profit you take now 10%. Yes? How about when you own a share in the stock market and it goes up? Oh, okay, so now we're getting complicated. Now we're getting complicated. What happens if... You have shares, it goes up and down. What happens if you have two nursing homes and one nursing home made money this month and the other nursing home didn't make money this month, right? We'll talk about the other 400 that made money, right? I'm talking about the one, you got one yeah, one no. How do you bounce businesses one off the other? If I had two businesses simultaneously working, one made money, one didn't make money. When do I work out the Meister? This is obviously already not for our discussion at this moment of time, and uh, anybody that has such a shadow should ask a local Orthodox rabbi at his convenience. But right now we're just going to go to just some of the ingu- regular normal lochers. Matona, if you get a present, does that need to be taken? Meister, someone comes over to you, I have a present for you, Hanukkah Geld, here's a hundred shekel. Do you have to take Meister money? Absolutely, you just made a hundred shekel. The only thing that you don't have to take Meister, according to most places not according to everyone, is an actual gift. If someone gives you, for example, a brand new, expensive, geschmack, waterproof, 15 hour speaker, Right? Or, or or earphones, whatever. What are they called? Headphones, right? So, do you have to take mysa of that? So, there are posts, can, by the way, that held you have to take off mysa of that, meaning the value, you figure out the value, it's $165, right? And then you take off the value and you take mysa money. But the mysa, roast posts can hold that we do not take mysa of an actual chayfet. So, what if you find a mitzia? What if you're walking in the street, 200 shekel? Ah, oh, what's the din? No, I'm learning. I'm learning. no, what's the din? You find 200 shekel on the floor. What's the din? Why not keep it? Semen? <laughs> <Into> the On the Sugya. I have I hear. I have I have I I have so when it comes to money, there is no seven, All the and therefore a person is automatically miyayish, whether you pass it like Rabbo, Rabbo, whatever it is. What I'll is componym, I'll componym, the I'll him The aloha is that you're allowed to keep it. Do you have to give myself that two hundred shekel. Avada, Avada! You give myself the two hundred shekel. Very, very good. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Yeah, the myself Yeah. 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 Now let's move on Um, Okay Next Next Shaila, What are you allowed to use Maisa money for? Okay so let's say You've got an envelope in your house Or you've got a note on your phone How much money you have for Maisa money What are you allowed to do with that Maisa money? What are you allowed to spend it on? Okay So here there's an interesting Medjush Tanchuma. The Majestan Choram and Parshas a brings down. He says, Asa to Asa. He says, it's a remez to give maise to Omle Torah. People that are Omle in Torah, people that are Shteiging in Torah. That's where you give your maise money to. Comes along the Maril. And the Maril says that you cannot spend any maise money on a mitzvah. You cannot spend it on a mitzvah. It has to be given to poor people. As I pask in the Maril. Comes along, one second, comes along the Maram. And the Maram says you can use it for any mitzvah. You can use it for Akhnasat You can use it for mitzvahs, no problem. So they ask Ikasha, what's Pshat? Is there a machaikis going on over here? And they say a very simple thing. And this is the biggest side when it comes to spending maisa money. You can only spend maisa money on a mitzvah that you're not obligated to do. A mitzvah that you're anyway obligated to do, you're not allowed to use maisa. Right? That's the general rule in this case. Which means, for example, when it comes to dalit minim, you want to buy yourself a beautiful dalit minim, a little of an You cannot use ma'aser money for that. You want to buy what's that for the hiddemim? For so the you could use my money for that. But the ikah adin, whatever the ikah adin will cost you, you could not. The same would be true. What well, What's that? donating to your own yeshiva by the definition of what you said it's a donation donation is okay I uh, attack yeah, it, it's still open I forgot all about that that's why we've gone to this, right? <laughs> I wonder why we're letting Hilch now at this time <laughs> weird time I at the time of a campaign um, what's that? Very good. It's interesting, Shaila. If you're allowed to pay tuition with Meister money, so in, it's interesting. In many schools, they actually write down that you, you've got no obligation to pay anything. Should suggested donation is such and such, right? They do that. So I've seen that in certain schools. I know in England, if you're sure they do this, I'm not sure if in America they do the same thing. <laughs> So, so the question is, if you're not hired to pay anything, because I don't have to pay, it's a donation. So once it's a donation, if that's really true, then you're allowed to use less the money. Then there shouldn't be a problem. Whereas, for example, let's let me ask the following question. Moshe has a murder about this. Moshe has a cabal Sending girls to base right? Now, Hikitayna says Reboishe that sending your son to is a khir. You have an obligation to send your son to lantair. Why? Because you have to teach your son. But you have to teach your son Torah. So you have to send it to Hei. You have to send it to Yeshiva. So maybe you can't, you can't pay for your tuition for your son. That I hear. But your daughter, you've got no khir to teach your daughter Torah. See, so if you've got no khir to teach your daughter Torah, so it should come out that you should be able to pay tuition for your daughter because I've got no khir anyway. So if I'm doing it, it's dumb. It's a nice thing to do. So I out. So Moshe, absolutely not. But Moshe says no. Because in America, and in basically most places in the world, if you're not going to send them to, to, to a Beysaakov, you're going to have to send them to some school. You can't just leave them at home, it doesn't work that way. So if you have to send them somewhere, you're going to have to send them to a Beysaakov. Once you have to send them to a Beysaakov, you have a khib. Once you have a khiv, you can't use my money anymore. So. <coughs> yes, you have a khiv, I'll pay the government to send them somewhere. Once you have a khiv to send them somewhere. No, you can't. In America, you oh, can't do that. American Maybe, okay, story. say that. Some places in the world. Well, you did. I know some people consider their schooling to be homeschooling, but uh, officially, you're meant to be in school. Officially. Right, exactly, you can go to public school. That's exactly what Moshe says. Since, Maisa, so you don't have to go to, I can go to public school, and you cannot send your child to public school, cause Why? because, Why can't you send well, that, that has to be explained. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be explained over here I think it's pretty obvious ok you know what everybody's saying this is not to discuss I think it's a very exciting what can I spend my money there's a lot more to discuss Hashem. tomorrow we shall continue have a wonderful day